Hi everyone and welcome to the This Week in British History podcast. Before we get started, this is an audio version of the YouTube series This Week in British History, which is available on the British History Tours uh, uh, channel. So just to let you know that if you want to watch so that you also get the visuals, there is a link in the show notes on this podcast, which will give you the link to YouTube. But I've also recorded this, so in a way that I hope you can enjoy it fully also as a podcast. All right, let's get started. Hello fellow history lovers, welcome back to another episode of This Week in British History. If this is the first time you've watched this, welcome. Please make sure you click on subscribe so that you can see more of these. Each week I go through events, some of the events, which happened in the week. So this week we're looking at events which happened between the 13th and the 19th of July. This week we're looking at the skirmish between William I of Scotland and Henry II of England. Also, the legend of St Swithin and why is it that if it rains on the 15th of July, we're supposed to get another 40 days and nights of rain. Also, the attempted banning of kissing in England and the uncovering of the Babington plot which sealed the fate of Mary, Queen of Scots. So we're going to begin this week with an event which happened on the 13th of July 1174. William I of Scotland led a, um, a, a raid, if you like, into the north of England. Now he was trying to recapture his earldom of Northumberland. Henry II of England had forced William, also known as William the Lion, to give up the earldom of Northumberland in 1157. William was captured at the Battle of Annick. Now Annick is um, it, there is Annick Castle um, and it's, it's a town in the north of England and this is partly the reason why I wanted to cover this story today because Annick it's, it's one of those English place names which is pronounced differently to the way it is uh, written so if you are especially for my American viewers I think you might find this quite interesting and also it'd be great because you can never be caught out by this one again okay so Annick is spelt A-L-N W-I-C-K, Ulmwick, yeah? But it's not pronounced Ulmwick, it's pronounced Annick. You pronounce neither the L or the W. So there you go, you can't be caught out now. William was taken prisoner at the Battle of Annick and taken to Normandy as prisoner, the idea being that the further away he was, the less chance there was of there being an attempt to rescue him. But while William was away, English forces under Henry II decided to go and take over some of the Scottish castles instead, including Stirling and Edinburgh. Henry II offered freedom to William as long as he would pledge allegiance to the English king. So have you ever heard the proverb that if it rains on the 15th of July, that it will rain continuously then for the next 40 days and nights? Well, that goes right back to the legend of St Swithin. Swithin had been born around 800 in Winchester and was Bishop of Winchester for the last 10 years of his life. He lived until 863 and when he was buried, he requested that he was buried outside. He was buried outside the west door of the old Saxon minster. The idea being that he wanted to be walked over by the feet of ordinary people. 
However, over 100 years later, the then Bishop of Winchester, Ethelwald, set up a new community of Benedictine monks at Winchester and they needed a patron saint. And so Bishop Swithin's bones were moved from outside the west door, inside, into a precious reliquary. I can't say that word, but anyway, uh, inside. And they were moved on his feast day and a storm broke out for 40 days and nights. Now, because this was supposedly against the wishes of Swithin himself, this has now gone down in legend and should it rain on the 15th of July, then we will get rain for the following 40 days and nights. On the 16th of July, 1439, kissing was banned in England, or at least they tried to ban it in England. This was under the rule of Henry VI. Um, and it was a time that we were still seeing outbreaks of the Black Death. The idea behind banning kissing was to prevent the spread of the disease. Now, they didn't understand uh, bacteria and viruses like we can today, but they had an idea that there were that diseases were some tiny particles that you couldn't see that could be spread between humans. And so kissing was one of these ways that they recognised it could be transmitted. However, when they tried to ban kissing, the, it just was not uh, universally accepted and people didn't stop. And so actually the ban was very short-lived and it didn't stick and it was revoked. Now for our final piece. On the 17th of July 1585, the Babington plot was uncovered by Elizabeth I's Secret Service. The plot gets its name from its leading conspirator, Anthony Babington. This was a significant plot to overthrow Elizabeth I and replace her with Mary, Queen of Scots. Mary was a prisoner in England um, and had been for almost two decades. Not only was Mary implicated in the plot, but it seems that she actually gave her assent to the plan. Now that might seem ridiculous and um, with the benefit of hindsight and us obviously knowing that Mary was eventually executed not long after the Babington plot, it seems ridiculous that Mary would be involved in such a scheme. However, this was almost two decades into her imprisonment in England she had come to England hoping to get support from her cousin to go straight back to Scotland and take her throne back. She had been forced to abdicate uh, in favour of her young son who was now ruling Scotland as James VI. We could actually um, look at this as entrapment because Elizabeth's Secret Service allowed for messages to continue to pass um, between Mary and the conspirators and even even. Uh, classic entrapment, uh, adding uh, things to letters, trying to get Mary to say things that would implicate her. Now it may seem to us like ridiculous for her to get involved in such a plot. Um, common sense would dictate that she was the prisoner, she was in a precarious position and to be implicated in such a plot was surely going to lead to what did happen which was her execution in 1587. However, Mary was really left with no options at this point. She had been forced to abdicate um, almost 20 years earlier to her son, um, who was a baby at the time, uh, who was now James VI of Scotland. 
James had done little, nothing in fact, to restore his mother uh, as monarch in Scotland. He continued to rule himself and um, Mary's plan when she came to England had been to get support from her cousin Elizabeth and go straight back to Scotland and claim the throne that she had been forced to abdicate. However, obviously this hadn't happened. So we're almost 20 years uh, hence at this point and the idea that Mary could have become queen again may have been the only thing that she thought was her possible way out. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, please make sure you're subscribed. I really appreciate it. But until next time, take care.